on the house or every Arizona homeowner's best friend. Come on in, Arizona. It's 9 o'clock, the second hour of our weekly three-hour radio broadcast. This is our on-the-house hour, and we spend the hour specifically on one element of your home, castle, or cabin. And uh, not out of uh, any intent, uh, but we're actually starting this year the same way we started last year, talking about color. Uh, And we did the history of paint as well last year, starting it off. But uh, we kind of got a different... Different angle, and I don't know why that is that it it came up. I mean, is that just something easy to do at the new year, freshen up the home, give it a give it a new color, a new paint job, a new you know facelift? Well, you're getting the house all cleaned up and organized. You've gotten all your Christmas stuff put away, and you feel like ah, oh. and then you kind of look at your house differently and think, wow, you know, I could really stand to freshen up for the year. And you got the whole year to look forward to it. So, you know, I think it's a good thing to think about first thing in the year. First thing in the year, and uh, you have a guest joining us as well to talk about the, the colors of the year. I do. I have Lori Clark of Sherwin-Williams. She's the senior designer account executive. She's with us this morning. How are you doing, Lori? I'm well. How are you doing? We are good and ready for a new year. How about you? Absolutely. Happy New Year to you and all. Tell me, what is a senior designer? What is your job at Sherwin-Williams? So- So, yeah, my position with Sherwin-Williams, I've actually been with them 18 years, and I'm the senior designer account executive. And so what I do is I work with interior designers, all interior designers in the Valley, and make sure they have our color tools, product information. I present to them our color trends and color of the year and all sorts of information so that they can work with a client to help select colors for their home. Wow, that's exciting. So tell me, how do you, how are the colors chosen each year? I have to say, by the way, the color this year is called Upward, and it is absolutely beautiful. And you can read about the description, (laughs) the wordy description in our blog this week. Um, But it's kind of a, how would you describe that color? So um, it is kind of like a breezy, blissful blue. It's not really a sky blue. I mean, it kind of is, but it's got some silver undertones to it. And it really is just a beautiful color. You know, blue is one of the most universal colors out there, like worldwide for people to like. So I think a lot of people will really relate to Upward. I was really glad to be away from gray, actually. (laughs) I I needed a little hopeful blue in there. There you go. (laughs) So how are those colors chosen? So it's interesting, you know, it's a bigger process than just picking, oh, like, I think I like this color and this will be our color of the year. It kind of goes back to what our color forecast is every year. And so um, there is an international group called Color Marketing Group. It was founded in 1962. And everybody who sells anything belongs color marketing group. So Sherwin-Williams belongs to it. People who manufacture toilets belong to it. People who manufacture cars belong to it. And I kind of refer to them as kind of our color gods, if you will. Mm. It's always like, who is it that's making these trends? But it really is all of these people in all of these industries, and they come together kind of like a think tank and discuss what they're seeing out in the world at trade shows, politically, 
things that are like social, socially conscious for people next year or this year now. I think uh, I think we're on an Olympic year. So when people start looking at the country where the Olympics are at or World Cup or things like that, those colors really start to resonate with people, and that really affects what color trends are. So this think tank kind of comes together and puts together all of these colors and stories. And Color Marketing Group, you know, you have to buy those stories, and there's hundreds of colors in there. But what Sherwin-Williams does is kind of pairs it down into kind of bite-sized pieces, if you will. So we usually have about 48 colors in our color trend forecast. And then from those colors, which one is really standing out? And for us, we really found Upward to be that color this year. And then other companies, you know, they all come up with their own color of the year. And many years, we're all really different, right? There's so many different colors. Well, there's billions of people, so usually there's a color for everybody. Um, This year, there's a lot of companies that have kind of gone with this watery blue. So a lot of us are kind of saying this is like really a trend moving forward is this kind of watery blue that you see. So that's, that's kind of in a nutshell how we come up with it as a company. And obviously, you know, we take what Color Marketing Group says and we put it into our own color because, you know, we want to sell our color for sure. Now, this color upward, is this a new color that was just created or you went to your fan deck and narrowed it down to 48 uh, colors? And, and, you know, how long has this color been around? So, yes, it is from our current color collection. We have about 1,500 colors in our current color collection. And to make it easy for people, obviously, we don't want to be introducing new colors in the middle of a palette. And I would say our palettes have a life cycle of probably like 10 to 12 years before we start pulling colors out and putting new colors in. So, again, Color Marketing Group comes up with all these colors and Let's say they've chosen a red that has a really, really orange undertone. It's like the new red going forward. We probably have a red like that in our Sherwin-Williams palette that we can pull from and kind of tell that story. So, yes, Upward is part of our palette. It's been part of our palette, but we're just kind of showcasing it. You know what I really like about it, too, Romy? Not only do they come up with the color of the year, they come up with uh, five or six colors that go with that color. So if you're, if you're color challenged like I am, I love this, this interview because I have a lot of questions for you on how to choose a color. And this is kind of the first one, so I'm not going to paint everything I own blue, you know. Absolutely. So how am I going to use this color, um, you know, Absolutely. Well, on our website, SherwinWilliams.com, it actually gives you some coordinating colors to go with it. So with Upward, we're pairing Snowbound and Drift of Mist, which Snowbound is more of a white, and Drift of Mist is kind of that little darker white that has a little gray undertone. So those are nice kind of colors that can go with it. But then when you look at a complementary color, you have Gale Force, which is very navy-like. You have Tricorn Black, which is like our most favorite black. Honeydew, which think of a honeydew melon, it's like this soft green. It pairs beautifully with Upward. Palm leaf is more of a khaki color, and an antiquarian brown is kind of like that kind of like bronzy brown. All look beautiful with Upward, and of course the website kind of guides you and helps you and 
I always kind of talk about, like, it's kind of like the mannequin, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you go into a department store, and you're like, I need to buy an outfit, and you see a mannequin that's got, like, a sweater, belt, pants, shoes, a purse, and you're like, wow. I'll take that. That's really good. So <laughs> I'm going to take that, right? So our website is really great because it helps guide you into some of these colors that go really well together. We've already, our color experts have already selected them to go together. And then even in our stores, we have brochures that kind of work complementary colors together. So you can kind of go in and open the brochure and be like, wow, all of these colors go together. I can select any of them. Now, let me just say... Um, While we would love that someone went and painted their whole house with all of these different colors, that's not really what we're saying, right? Mm -hmm. We're saying this is such a great background color upward as like kind of a new neutral, if you will. But if you've got furniture, flooring, artwork, you know, a blanket to throw on the end of your couch, here's some great colors that would go with that. You know, when you can mix them in and still just kind of have your walls in that really soft blue color upward. So You know, and you're talking about walls and accessories, but you also have different um, types of paint where you could do your cabinets or a piece of furniture or, you know, something else you could paint besides Absolutely. just the walls. So there's different types of paint, and that's all pretty well explained uh, in that process on the website. I love the color snap um, application in there, which you can do on your phone or online, but where you can take a room you have a choice of taking a room that's presented or you can take a picture of your own room and upload it and then you can dress it in all the different colors. So Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And you and go ahead. I personally find you can do it on the phone. My eyes are getting a little old, so it's a little hard for me to mm. see it on my phone. So I like to do it from our website where you can just upload that picture. And then you can kind of mask off. You just kind of put your mouse on those little points, and it'll drop the color that you want into it. And then, again, it will give you some coordinating colors that might look nice. And you can even, you know, if you wanted to, and you had cabinets in there, you could change the color of the cabinets. And how do the cabinets look against that wall color? And so it just gives you a little bit of an idea before you kind of jump in, you know, and go, okay, I'm going to do it. Once you use the visualizer online, a great way to then look at the color is we have our peel and stick samples. Mm -hmm. I will tell you that the peel and stick samples are really only in about 400 of our top colors. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, most people are going to go to those. We also have all of our small samples that you can pick up in the store. You can order them online. But you get the peel and stick samples and kind of really take a look at it. And then, of course, you can get a sample cord and put it up there. I really am against the idea when you see, like, on TV, people putting, like, four or five different colors on the wall. I find that very confusing Mm. for myself, who's worked with color for years and years and years. So I just can't imagine, like, a homeowner that's just sitting there trying to make a decision. So the visualizer really helps narrow it down then you get the sample and you put it up and you have your coffee in the morning you have your dinner at night you kind of look at it with all the different light during the day and you go yes i'm ready to marry that color (laughs) we're talking color selection with Lori clark the sherwin williams senior design account executive we can do a lot here Lori, but we can't stop the clock hang tight we'll be right back
We are talking color selection today, and that doesn't seem like a very fun topic. It's not one that I'm good at at all, but a good color selection, good color matching. You know, it's not something I have the ability of, but when you see it, I mean, you immediately recognize it. I had an artist pick out the color for my house, and I didn't follow the, the theme. There was a, a centerpiece that was the pantry that went all the way to the ceiling that uh, they picked out of a really bright orange for. And I thought, man, that's going to look ridiculous. So I, I went like two or three shades lighter on the fan deck for mm-hmm. that. Got done. It looked so awful. I went and got the original one they suggested <laughs> and did one side of it. I'm like, man. She knows she was talking that, about. <laughs> that is going to really work. And yeah. I can't tell you how many people, when they first walk in, they're like, wow, this is a great, great look. But, I mean, it's so it, it's, it's very important, but it's something that can be very easily pushed off. But taking the time to recruit somebody that can really help you do a good color selection is well worth the, the, the time to do it. That being said, we're, we're talking to Lori Clark uh, with Sherwin-Williams. She's a senior design account executive. And do you know, Romy, that you can hire, I think it's actually a free service, Lori, where you, you have, they have consultants that will meet, meet with you over the phone and uh, they'll help you make your selection. That is correct. We do have virtual color consultants, and from our website, you can actually go in and schedule an appointment, and it's free. There is no charge, and they will walk you through the process of, like, selecting some colors for your space. So, totally free. They'll give all that information to you, and then you can take that to your painter and get the job completed. Now, we went over it briefly that there was tools on what type of paint to use on what type of material, but let's dive into that a little deeper. Like, you know, yeah. if I'm doing something over drywall, is that the same kind of paint that I can then go do on furniture or an accent on a cabinet or are different paints designed to stick to different surfaces? Well, they are. And so really, um, you can go on our website and it'll kind of break it down for you, like walls cabinetry, exteriors, things like that. But all of the people in our stores are really well educated on that. Me personally, in my own home, after working for Sherwin-Williams for 18 years, I have our Duration Home product on my walls and our emerald urethane trim on my trim and doors. And so um, they are two different types of paints, and they do two different types of things. And so that trim and door paint is what you would put on cabinetry, and then your wall paint, it's a little bit different. It doesn't have to be as hard as those cabinets and doors and trim and things like that that get a lot of abuse. So, yeah, the website walks you through that. And then the people in our stores are very educated on what products they can recommend for you. And in your selection process while you're going through this, you said you had 1,500 colors. What if, you know, I moved in this house, I really like what's there. Uh, it just needs a fresh coat. You know, it's, it's been on for 10 years. How do I bring in something to do color matching? So we have our Color Snap app that you can download onto your phone, um, and you can actually go and kind of take a picture of it, and it'll give you the closest Sherwin-Williams color. If you have, like, something, like, you know, the, the paint ended up on the switch plate or something like that, you can actually bring it in, and we can do a custom match. It just needs to be as big as an M&M. That's it. Wow. Because <laughs> we've matched M&Ms before. So <laughs> as big as an M&M, preferably low gloss, because the gloss kind of reflects, you know, the, the beam. 
um, and we can do a custom color match. So, you know, if you put paint on your wall and, like, 15 years later you want to, like, repaint a room or something, you know, even if you knew what that color was, it's always going to look different because your Mm, paint, the sheen and the color are always changing from, you know, ultraviolet light. So if you wanted to kind of paint three of those walls, you know, to match the one wall, you want to get an exact match of what's there now. It, it'll probably be different than what was there 15 years ago. So, yeah, we can color match anything. And, like, let's say I, I took a picture of something out in the wildlife or I've got – we did a, a skirt around the baby crib match. Mm-hmm. I mean, anything like that can be color matched? Absolutely. Fabric is a little bit harder. So, of course, you can, you know – use the color snap app to take a picture of it we have a little tool that you can buy that is a little bit more um accurate because remember there's light coming in and that's going to change like how that reader is reading it but you could bring the skirt for the baby crib into the store and they can put it in the machine and kind of do a color match i will tell you think about fabric beam is going to go through it but Mm. it'll get them close and then the people in our store are so well educated on this they can then do a visual color match and start kind of adding and subtracting and kind of doing a drawdown and get it really really close and so you know you have that opportunity as a customer to go that perfect i'm going to buy that sample court now and test it out and see how i like it and you know if you open um, like a paint perks account you'll get coupons they'll be able to store that formulation in your account and, of course, when you get that little quart can, it will have the um, formulation on it. So you'll always have that color that you can kind of refer back to. Now, we can go to the closest color that Sherwin-Williams already has. If I wanted to do a custom match, does that cost any extra to do the custom matching? Well, to do the custom match, the, the amount that it would cost is really just the quart, the sample quart, which I... Don't quote me. I think maybe they're eight dollars. I'm not sure. So as they start to kind of, kind of finagle that color for you, you know, they will get that court to where you need it to be, and then you can purchase that before you have to purchase. Like, oh, I need three gallons for the room. Like, you don't have to buy three gallons. You can just buy that sample court of that custom color and really determine if that's something that will work for you. Lori Clark, senior designer, account executive with Sherwin Williams. Welcome back to Rosie on the House. Hey, I had a blast talking to Lori at Sherwin-Williams. She's the design consultant. Do you know that she's been working there 18 years? And that is a lot of energy and excitement for someone who's been at the same job, right, for 18 years. I got two more tips I wanted to share before we move on from from paint. Um, One thing she said was, when you're thinking about choosing a paint color, think about things that colors that you like to wear. And that generally tends to be things that you would like on the walls in your home. So I have a girlfriend, and she calls herself Orange Girl. And she wears orange, and she has orange accents in her home. If I had orange in my house, I'd probably go crazy. (laughs) I just wouldn't feel settled with that. So I think about the colors I do like to wear, and those are the things you probably like in your home as well. And it's funny you brought up orange again because that color I mentioned. I know. this, This color name specifically was actually Colorado Rust. And that's not a color I would wear. I don't have anything in my wardrobe yeah. that's remotely close to that. But it, 
it made the accent in the house. So it did. You know, so you got to be open <clears throat> too, right? Yeah, maybe. I thought that was one good tip. Um, the other thing she talks about uh, that she mentioned was, you know, when you go in a store and you're shopping and the mannequins all dressed, you're like, oh, I like that, you know, as opposed to trying to figure it all out yourself. It's already been done for you. So that's kind of the benefit of having a consultant. The last thing that she gave me that I wanted to be sure and share is that Arizona Painting Company also has a design consultant. So that's a local tip for you. So if you're trying, if you decide you don't want to do the paint job, yourself. You know, Arizona Paint Company would do a great job. And they have a consultant and her name is um, Ashley DeSalle. I called her this week and spoke to her. Now she's also available if you are not a customer at Arizona Paint. She charges a fee. But if you use Arizona Paint Company, she comes with the, the process. And she said she works like an interior designer and she'll call you and kind of get a feel for what you're doing. And then she'll make an appointment. She said it's really important to be in the house where you can see light on the walls, which is really, really true. All these apps and stuff, they're really a great way to get started, but the actual house is going to be individual in the way it highlights that color. So she comes in, and she presents you with colors. Now, she she has put some thought into it, and she's come up with some palettes, but she also brings the full deck of color, which, what did we learn? There's 1,500 colors or something. So well, that's just Sherwin-Williams. Yeah. You, know, you could go yeah. to, you know, each manufacturing has their own variation. Well, she brings Sherwin-Williams, and um, so then you get to look through. If you're not happy with what she has, she can keep adjusting. And she says sometimes she gets there and she realizes right away she was wrong. So it's really a great – she's also been a painter, so she can look around and say, you know what, you might ought to include that. And she can help you um, through that whole process. So she's just a great asset with uh, for anybody. Um, also, I wanted to mention Sherwin-Williams has a big coupon going on, Romina. It's just today, tomorrow, and Monday. It's the 6th through the 8th. 25% off anything, any purchase over $100 at Sherwin-Williams. 20% up to 75 And then over that, 25%, which is a big on a on a paint purchase. Yeah. And is that specifically paint, or does that apply to tools? You know, I'm looking at the coupon. It just says with purchase. You okay. know, and also it says the coupon is available online or in the store. So if you're curious about the things we've talked about, you can go on Sherwin-Williams.com and look at the color app and kind of get started. And if you could... You know, get yourself together to choose your paint in the next couple of days. You get a really nice coupon. Very cool. So I, I don't have any painting projects in lineup, but it seems like every time we do, I'm always short on tools and supplies that I have to go stock up on. So I may just have to swing in and, uh, you know, our masking and protecting and always seems to be the, the shortest. And, so, <laughs> and it's used for so many other things other than painting during, uh, you know, in and around the house as well. What tools do you use for your paint jobs? Well, you have to have an all-in-one, and every manufacturer, ha- a tool manufacturer, has a different one. And I think Husky's claims it's like a 15-in-1 tool. You know, you, it's a nail puller. It's a roller cleaner. It's a There's a roller cleaner? cleaner? I had no idea. It, it's like a crescent shape in the, you know, p- picture a, a rectangle, you know, wall putty knife. It's got a crescent shaped in it, and you just use that to scrape the roller uh, as you're running it underwater, and it gets all the paint out. Now, you know, it still takes a lot of running water to it, but it gets a big portion of the paint pushed out physically. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got to have an all-in-one tool. And then there's a the Handy Paint Pal is <laughs> exactly that, extremely handy. In fact, I don't know that I'd ever want to try and – do a paint job without it. So you 
pour whatever paint you're using into this paint pal. The way they have it designed, you know, what do they call it, ergonomical, that you mm-hmm. hold and you're holding it. And it's also got a strap that goes over the back. So it, it really makes it very easy to hold. But what's so handy about it is once you dip your paintbrush, it's got a, a lip coming in so you can cut one, you know, wipe off one side of it, uh, you know, instead of, and, and it's it's straight. So instead of trying to do it out of a round bucket that never is quite as perfect, you've got a straight edge. But inside also where the handle is, it's got a magnet. So you can take your paintbrush Connect it to the magnet, and it'll hold the paintbrush there. So if you're climbing a ladder or you need to set your brush down and itch or take a drink or whatever or move something, you know, it holds the paintbrush inside the the can so all the drips go right back into your paint. I mean, it it was so obvious to – been so easy. It's like, how did I not think of that? Well, we carried those at our e-store. I didn't realize, though. I haven't had a paint job since we started carrying them. But I didn't realize about the magnet part. That It was cool before, but now it's really, really cool. And then they also come with liners as well, the handy paint mm. can. So, you know, just about every type of paint can, tray, you know, comes with plastic liners to make cleaning easier. I'm not a big fan, a lot, of, of additional waste, but... But see, that or water. Well, it, it's water, and then where are you washing that paint off into you don't want to do it down your drain right so you're doing it somewhere out in the yard and you got this paint spot left over (laughs) where you have these additional trays you know you use all the paint out of it then the the paint just dries onto that and then you throw it away and it goes you know to the landfill so you're not washing this off into the and leaving a spot on your yard so that is one area that i do like the the liners then there's the sureline is a Another great company that makes a lot of uh, accessories for painting. And one of the things that I really like is the one-gallon paint can lid. So, you know, when you pour out your one-gallon into your tray or, or wherever, you know, it's a round bucket, and it always leaves the drip on the side. Right. You know, so you always got to clean it off before you set it back down. Well, they have a rubber lid. So once you take the lid off the paint can which is metal, you put this rubber lid on and it's got a pouring lip that also closes. So it makes pouring it, you know, basically brings it into a no drip mess, pouring your paint from your one gallon can into your tray. And then you can close it with that rubber lid on it, you know, for the duration of your working process. It's not like you have to tap the lid, the metal lid back on until you're ready to pour some more because if you know you leave that exposed to air it'll start to right. crust <laughs> but this rubber lid uh closes and keeps it airtight so you can use it throughout the you know the course of a couple hours as you're painting this project you know and, and because it's got the seal if you're stopping for lunch or break or you get interrupted on a diy project is you know it's so easy to to be interrupted when yeah, you're so, working at home but you save your metal lid because you're going to have to put that on for, like if you have some left in the can would you would you leave the rubber on or would you put back on the, the no you would put the metal one metal. back on if you didn't use everything in that one gallon but mm-hmm. you use the whole gallon well you know then you would probably put the lid back on before you disposed of it anyway and uh yeah it, it, it's just for use but it you know point of use but it will work that whole time 
And then there's a lot of wood graining tools that have come along. So if you're doing, uh, you're trying to get a wood look out of your paint, you know, you wouldn't see this necessarily on walls a lot. But if you're doing furniture or uh, cabinet painting, after you apply the paint, you roll these wood grain tools down it. Some of them are actually a roller. Some of them are just a semicircle, so you can change, you know, what angle degree by 180 degrees as you're going up and down so you can have a lot of different wood graining texture looks and they're usually you know six to eight inches wide so you know if you're doing a 36 inch cabinet you'll have to do multiple times but it looks like wood planks as long as you're not doing the same pattern every time but you know it has to be done while the paint's wet so you you get a good coat of paint on there then you do the wood graining tool and it's that might be a good two-person job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's a very nice application uh, and, and, a, and a lot of use for it. And then you've got to look at, uh, you know, if, if you're doing walls or something overhead, Werner makes a lot of tools, and they've got a ladder platform that is genius. You know, it'll give you up to, you know, it, it adjusts like – 12 to 18 inches in height, but it's a walking platform and it gives you six feet. So if you're trying to cut in on a ceiling at the top of the wall, you can set up this working platform and get, you know, six feet done, then move the platform, get another six feet done instead of, you know, how, whatever range you have on a ladder. And, you know, the farther away you get out on your stroke, the, the less control you have. So these walking platforms make it great for cutting in the top of a ceiling or the top of a wall against a ceiling if you're not doing the same color. I think I need some new tools. Last time <laughs> I had to do a ceiling, I just asked your buddy Daniel. He did it for me. <laughs> He's six someone, foot someone tall yeah, enough yeah. To, to do it <laughs> to without. It, yeah. No. And then you know, it, good brushes and rollers cost more, but they're absolutely worth it. And you'll spend a lot less time trying to get the streaks out or trying to blend in roller marks. You know, that makes a huge difference. You know, and, and really, and if you take care of it and you clean it properly and you put it away, you, a, a brush could last you. You know, if you're, you know, I mean, how often are you painting? Not very often. You know, so if you're doing it on a do-it-yourself application and you're painting every, let's say, 10 to 8 years, a good paintbrush should last you your whole life. I think Rosie has one from when we were first married. Yeah, he's really good at taking care of them. I talked to your sister, Julia. She had she and her husband had did it, done an entire house, big house, and then they had to move. But we, the paint job was just beautiful, and she said the cutting brush was a big, big uh, plus for them and um, also just lots of practice. <laughs> well, if you're doing 6,000 feet, yeah. by the time you get to the end, you'll yeah. have a lot of practice yeah, done. It should look pretty good. And then uh, on the prep side of things, you're uh, – a masking machine is critical, and it takes your masking tape, and you thread it through, and then you put on either plastic roll or a paper roll, and you. the way it works is it marries the tape up to the material about halfway, so as you pull it out, it's automatically putting a line of tape along your paper or plastic and then you attach it to the wall or surface that you're trying to avoid. And how do you decide whether to use paper or plastic depends on what you're applying it to. So the plastic ones are great if you're doing a ceiling in and, and a uh, different color or you're trying to protect a whole wall because the plastic can come 
rolled up. So you stretch it out. It's about 12 inches. Well, it's got multiple layers, so you can pull it down, and it's really, it'll cover a whole wall in one stroke. So you can get good coverage that way. But on a plastic, if you get anything on it, you know, it will run. So if you're trying to do something, you know, like when I did acid stain on uh, my floor, I had to protect the wall because you need to get the concrete right up to the wall. Well, in that case, you, I used paper so it would absorb any stain that got on it and not drip back onto the concrete. So, you know, if you've got to determine, is this something that's going to be dripping while I'm applying it? Or can I, or, you know, if not, you can use the plastic or again, you know, if you did the paper for the whole wall, that would take forever. Yeah. Now, if you're doing a big job, big paint job, whether you're using two one-gallon buckets of paint or you've got two or more gallons, five-gallon buckets of paint, you always want an extra bucket. And what you'll see uh, professionals do, even if it comes from, you know, whatever your paint supplier is, uh, and it was matched just then and shaken and stirred just there, they always take a few extra minutes to mix it in the bucket. So you'll see, let's say you've got your three buckets, one empty and two full. You take bucket A, and bucket C is the empty one, and you pour half of it into C. Then you take bucket B, and you pour half of it into C. Then you mix C, then you take C, and you pour a quarter of it back into B, a quarter of it back into A, <laughs> mix those, pour whatever you have left back into C. So you, you have as even of a possible color blend as you can because uh, it, uh, it will make a difference. And, you know, one extra drop that may have come out of the color mixing thing can make a difference. Especially on those rich, rich colors, I would think, right? Oh, the, the richer the color, the, the more critical it is to do that. And... If you're doing a uh, something on a very smooth surface that you want absolutely no brush strokes or roller marks on, you can add uh, something. There's a couple different variety uh, brands uh, that's you add only to your latex paint. You don't do this for oil, but uh, the Flood Company makes a product called uh, Flow Troll, and then. Uh, Sunny Sunnyside makes a product called M1 Laxative. Uh, excuse me, <laughs> M1 Latex. You can buy that on us, Roman. <laughs> latex paint additive, and it'll it'll really help. Again, keep that uh, eliminate any brush or roller marks. Now, the cons with that is it can change the color of a sh- or sheen slightly. Uh, and again, especially with darker colors. So if you're completely set on this final look and you add the product, it, it may change it slightly. Now, I think most people probably wouldn't notice that, pick it up by the eye, and you would get used to it over time. But it makes touch-ups really hard to go back on. So you want to make sure you don't use all of it. You know, if, if you're if in a one-gallon. Mm-hmm, yeah. Save a little bit of that one-gallon paint 
or whatever the case may be, you know, five gallon, make sure you save some of that so that when you go back for touch-ups, maybe the next day after it dries, it has the same finish. And then, uh, the, the additive itself, again, it, there's two different ones. And Arizona Paint Company, they like the Sunnyside product, the M1 latex paint additive better than the okay. Flood Company. But both of those, uh, you know, the Flood Company, we've been using stuff for their CF Wood Life for years as well. So they're Does both. spell just like it sounds? The Sunnyside? The Flood. Uh, flood one's uh, F-L-O-E-T-R-O-L. Okay. Flow Troll. If I'm saying that right. Okay. Flow Troll from Flood Company or M1 Latex Extender from Sunnyside. So you've got your paint mixed. You've got the added if you want. If you're changing colors, and especially on these, you're talking about the, the darker ones, if you're going from one extreme to the other, even if you're going to a dark uh, over a light, when you're doing extreme changes like that, it may take you know, four, five, six coats. In fact... In our office, we painted it, you know, our rosy red color. It's gorgeous. And it went Arizona over a, and it yeah. went over a white wall. Mm-hmm. It took them seven coats really? to get that completely converted over to that deep red uh, covering. I mean, it just it when you're doing that big of a color change, it takes you know, you've got to layer your coats. And to do that, you can't just paint it. And then get to the end and start over. You've got to give it a full drying cycle. So That's they why they were there paint so it. <laughs> they'd go do another yeah. room, come back, paint it again, go do another room, come back, paint that wall, went and did another room. And then they got through the whole thing in a day. And even still, they came back the next day and put additional uh, paint on it. Now, I didn't get to uh, storing paint uh, and proper cleanup, but we had Arizona Paint Company in studio just uh, just this last September. And one thing we started doing with our professional guests is video recording those and then cutting them into short clips. We got 19 great professional tips for paint application for the do-it-yourselfer on our Rosie on the House YouTube playlist. Just look for the painting category. Great content.